Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Geek 5 Live. Was killing Nigma really that important to you? Did you kill Butch? He said you didn't have anything to do with him trying to kill me. Is that true? What does it matter? All right, for argument's sake, let's say I haven't been the best friend. Do you think we could put this behind us and move forward? Did you kill what? That doesn't sound like a yes. I need to know. It's the only way we'll be able to move forward. Yes. I killed him. But it's not like you gave me a choice. There's always a choice. Ooh, bone chilling. Let's introduce Aaron Richards. Hi. Hello, Aaron. Hello, how are you? Hi. I'm well, Welcome how are you? Good, good, good. Welcome to Geek Vibes interview. We are super excited to talk with you. Oh, I'm really excited to talk to you guys, too. Um. So we know we don't have you for that long, so we'll jump right into our first question. Um, I'll start with the pretty much PC question that you probably get asked all the time. Uh, how is it on, on set with such a great cast? Oh, it's fabulous. We have such a good time with each other. We're like a proper family now because obviously, you know, it's our fourth season, so we know each other pretty well, and everything's like... At the beginning when you start a TV show, it's quite scary because, you know, you've got a lot of different factors happening. You, you kind of, you know, you're obviously acting and that's scary. And then you're meeting new people. And by the time you get to the fourth season, it's just everything feels so kind of natural and fun. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's just a big happy family. Yeah, I could definitely understand that. You guys take so many photos together just looking like it is family. You guys are having so much fun together. It's fun for us yeah. to, to view to know how close you guys are together because then it makes when we see it on screen so much better. Um, cool. So, okay. So what's it like having an original villain uh, part of the Gotham mythos with uh, Ra's al Ghul? 
Um, it's been fantastic. Um, and Alexander Siddig is obviously playing Raish, and he's such a phenomenal actor and, and again, a really wonderful person. So it's, uh, I think it's really important for us to have kind of well-known, you know, well-loved villains like that keep entering our show because it keeps the fans interested and it keeps, you know, with the storylines fresh. And um, it's obviously so great for, for my um, character Barbara's storyline because she interacts with him. He has kind of brought her back to life with the Lazarus Pool at the beginning of season four. So they have a very strong connection. And um, there's going to be a lot of really fun, interesting things coming up in the kind of first half of the um, second, when we come back after our mid-season finale. Uh, there's going to be a lot of stuff with with Raish and Barbara then, so I'm really excited to to work more with him on that. We're really excited uh, for for that also. We were just fanboys. As speaking of of Barbara and the whole kind of transformation she's had since uh, coming back from that shocking uh, from last season. Uh, how have you enjoyed the progression of Barbara? I mean, this character started off as someone that I thought was going to be the love interest just of, of Commissioner Gordon, and then it completely transformed into her own character. So how do you feel about the progression of, of Barbara and how it differs from the comics? Yeah, I mean, I feel really lucky that they've used her so kind of widely and with such variety because at the beginning, I think it did look like she was going to be the love interest, which is a great character to play, but it doesn't have the range to play over the four seasons. So I've been very lucky and I'm, I feel because for an actor to be able to play, you know, you play four years in the show, it can be repetitive because you're playing the same character, but I feel like with to each season to be almost a different character. So that, for me, and for any character, it's just like this crazy journey and, you know, like an amazing amount of different styles of acting or different portrayals of Yeah, that's, that's definitely, we've enjoyed seeing the progression of, of Barbara. It's it's very fun. It's actually one of my favorite uh characters of the show only because it completely went different than where I thought it was going to go and I've loved it yeah and I mean that's the other thing that's nice about Barbara is that she isn't so well known and so we have hello we you're breaking up hello okay. hi Amy Yes, we can hear you now. Okay, great. So I was just saying that's one of the joys of Barbara, I think, because she isn't so well-known in the comics. We have more of a range with her that we can do, whereas some of the other characters, you know, if we did something quite wild with them, I think it would be harder for the fans to go with that, whereas with Barbara, we have more freedom because the fans aren't, like, committed to one story of hers you know it's she's a little we have a bit more leeway with her yeah I I I completely understand that and that's that's what I love about these uh DC TV shows when they take characters that aren't that well known to uh the general public because you can then you know be very creative 
with those characters. And I can say Barbara is the most creative character uh, I could think of in the DC TV world uh, right now. And I've loved with you what you've done with the character. Um, so one of the one of your cast members had a question. I had a I wanted to ask you about a little bit. How has it been witnessing David's slow transformation into what we assume at some point will become Batman? Uh, that's pretty crazy. I mean, to watch somebody grow up like that in front of you and on a TV show is is you know a, such a a joyful thing because he was, I think, fourteen. No, maybe younger, 12 when he started. And there are pictures, you know, on the walls in the studio where we film of him when he started and he looks so young. And now, you know, David is a, a very mature. I mean, he was always mature, but he's an even more mature young man um, who's grown up in front of our eyes. So I, I really, you know, I, I value that. I value the, the, the how... Uh, like ha- how he how he has grown and how he has developed as a person, um, both on and off screen, is really a joy. He's he's just the most kind of grounded, wonderful, smart young man. So it's it's really lovely. We've loved uh, how he's progressed, uh, and like you said before, I think he was eleven or twelve when he started, and it was just one of those things where it was like I. I kind of made, you know, I kind of uh, got used to the idea of, like, we probably won't see a transformation or any kind of uh, Batman-related things with Bruce. They would just kind of explore his childhood. And when they made that jump last season, I was just like, and then, you know, you saw how taller he's gotten and his voice is starting yeah. to, to, uh, to grow a little bit. So you're kind of like, I could see this kid in, like, maybe three or four seasons being Batman. And I, I definitely yeah. love seeing I definitely love seeing that. Um, we've definitely seen since I'd say the first season of Gotham, maybe the second season, uh, to where the female characters are very not only dominant, but a very heavy presence in this Gotham show. And I think that's the, the backbone of the show is uh, the, the ladies and how great each character has been for it. Um, so I would ask this. Do you kind of see uh, whether it be um, – Barbara and Poison Ivy and possibly Catwoman at some point teaming up to maybe go against the Penguin or or maybe Bruce somewhere down the line? Do you see uh, all-girl team up take on uh, the the Gotham underworld at some point? Well, yeah, I mean, we already have the Sirens, which is Tabitha, Barbara, and Selina. And there you're seeing the development of Selina into Catwoman because she's taking the different elements from each of those. So with Barbara, she's taking the kind of sass and the kind of um, scheming side with Tabitha. She's taking the, the brute force, the strength, the, the obviously teaching her how to use the whip. And then with Poison Ivy, who will kind of come into that same world of um, teaching Selena, she'll, she'll take like the, I guess more um, the seductive part of Ivy, which, which, which she uses her kind of seductive powers to get what she wants. You'll see those four women interacting more as the series goes along. Yeah, no, I, I am hyped for that. And you're right, we do kind of have the sirens now. 
with the three of you. I wasn't even really thinking that as I was asking you that, but we do technically have the sirens now. I just, because I'd never heard the name in the show, it didn't really equate to me, but yeah, technically that is the, the sirens. And then, yeah, their version of it. And then when Poison Ivy comes back, it could really be the sirens once Selena kind of grows into being Catwoman. Um, so I have, I have one or two more questions, and I'm going to pass it to Joel for him to finish up. Um, when you, what sold you on the idea of when you, uh, when this came to you, what sold you on the idea of actually taking on this role? I mean, it was a fantastic script. Um, I met Bruno Heller and Danny Can, um, our creator and, and executive producer, and you know they were phenomenal. And I knew of their work. Uh, I knew it was going to be a really magnificent. And, you know, the chance to live in New York, work on a DC um, program, it was just, I mean, all of that package. Yeah. But we, we, we heard you, but you were kind of breaking up a little bit. Oh, sorry. I was just saying it, it was the whole package, you know, the working on a DC show with Danny Cannon and Bruno Heller, who are just, you know, the most amazing creative and being able to be in New York, which is one, one of my favorite cities in the world. Like it was, it was a, a really amazing job all around. Yeah, no, I, I could definitely end that. Um, <laughs> Um, before getting this role, how, how did you get so Sorry, could you ask that again? I, I lost you. I'm sorry. I was saying before getting the role of Barbara, uh, how, you know, how uh, did you know the DC comics or the, the movies? Like, how into DC yeah, were you? Yeah, I did. Prior? I knew. Um... I knew a lot of the films. I was a really big Batman fan. Uh, not so much the comics. I used to read uh, Asterix and Ob- Obelix comics mostly when I was a kid. Uh, but I've obviously since getting the role done a lot more um, research on the comics and read those. So I, you know, I know those a lot better now. Good. Hello? Can you hear me? Yes. No, we're here. No, we were, we were listening to you. We're here. So, no, I, I definitely, I'm with you with that. Joel was shaking his head yes when you were referring to uh, what you were reading. Uh, he was definitely into that. So, I'm going to pass it over to Joel. He's going to ask you the second half of this interview. Hello. Hi. How you doing? Um, I'm well, thank okay, you. Good to hear. Good to hear. Um, so, Gotham's take on Barbara is a little bit different than in the comic books. So how shocked are you uh, that they went to such an extreme with that character as opposed to just sticking to the script? Uh, Obviously it worked out in your favor considering every season they've seemed to switch it up. So how are you liking that? Yeah, I mean, it's phenomenal. um, It keeps it all interesting, and I think the fans appreciate it when they don't necessarily know the end of a story 
you know it's it's a way of having different characters within the DC world surprise them right so there were rumors like maybe last I think it was last year that uh that you might become the Harley Quinn or become Harley Quinn in some capacity um if that were to ever happen um would that be something you'd be interested in playing if you ever got the opportunity? I mean, I feel like Barbara is kind of her own character in her own right. She doesn't necessarily need to turn into something else. So I'm sort of happy with the way that she progresses on her own and and kind of in her own way. I agree with that, actually. I think you're absolutely right. I think the character has become its own animal. If anything, I always considered Barbara like the jack-of-all-trades of the Gotham City. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just, she does They always find a way to, to bring her back in some capacity. And she's, she's there and somehow, some way, she's around. So I really like the yeah. direction they went with, with Barbara, and you've done an incredible job so far. Um, so which director would you most like to work for? Do you have any director in mind that you'd like, that you'd like to act for? In the, in the world or on Gotham, you mean? It, uh, it could be on television. Well, I think it's a, an amazing time for female directors at the moment. So I mm-hmm. would be honored to work with any of the incredible female directors coming through. I um, particularly like uh, S.J. Clarkson's work. She works a lot in TV and also is progressing into movies. So, yeah, anybody like her or you know, any of the women working right now. That's a good, good choice. Um, so, considering you do mostly television, but wh- what do you prefer? Do you prefer to work in television or doing film? I just have, like, like having a range because I feel like with any profession, the more range you can have, the more experience you can have and trying different things, the better you get altogether. So, I enjoy doing TV because it's, I think it's a fantastic medium. I think that it's right now, it's, it's for me a very exciting area. Um, whereas, you know, films used to kind of be the golden thing. I think TV is coming up now as having, having the most incredible stories and writers and characters. So I'm really excited to be working in TV. I, I would love to do films, both, you know, larger ones and, um, smaller budget films because I think that you can get different stories told and I'm also uh, making my own films I started doing short films this year writing and directing I uh, did my first one um, in January and I'm now gearing up to do my second one so yeah I, I would like to be directing my own films one day too Oh, that's good to hear. I was actually going to ask you, like, one of my last questions was, if this, you have any projects that you were currently working on. Did you want to talk more about what you're currently working on? The project that I just finished uh, was a short film called Hot Girl that we're entering into uh, festivals um, currently. Uh, it's a film about a struggling actress who sort of finds out she has superpowers. Oh, nice, interesting. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, that's that's. Is there any other like um, you said you were planning on? You wanted to direct. 
there any type of genre that you would like look forward to directing, or is the like aside from maybe drama? I really enjoy comedy. I've always liked acting in comedies, and um, I guess I would enjoy directing them as well. I haven't tried to direct comedies yet. Um, I think it's a, a very different medium comedy because it's. I mean, it's very technical. I think to do comedies compared to drama. Um, drama is a little bit more free flow, but uh, I would I would be interested in you know trying out anything. Right, that's good. Diversity. It's very good to try a little bit of everything, I say. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so one more question before uh, we start, before we close things up. Um, what, like, if you had a, a if there was one actor or actors you can work with that you haven't yet, which actor would that be that you'd be, like, excited to work with? I really like, I'm not quite sure what his name is, but he was um, inside Llewellyn Davis. You know that guy? No. I can't remember his name. He was also in Ex Machina. He okay, in... I know Ex Machina. He was the like the guy, like the the guy that owned the whole operation. I don't know his name. I never know anybody's names, but I think he's a phenomenal actor. And um I would love to work with him. Kate Blanchett is my kind of all time favorite actress so obviously I would love to work with her Judy Dench I mean everyone like there's so many incredible actors out there doing amazing work it's always really hard to say one person that's good choice. those are all great choices you can't really go wrong with any of those choices um Juwan yes no I think who you were referring to I think it was Oscar yes that's it yeah yeah, he's a phenomenal actor. I'd actually love to see him on incredible. Gotham at some point. I'd love to see him yeah. on Gotham. That, <laughs> that would be, would be awesome. Great. <laughs> I'm not sure we could get him right now. I think he's probably doing, like, major movies. Probably, but let's let's not sleep on Gotham. Gotham is up there. Gotham, you know, Gotham's up there in, oh, in the fleet. <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, so... One of the main questions I, I wanted to, to ask you, I don't know how you would answer it, but I'm like, I have to ask. We know since, what, season two or three, the divide between James Gordon and Barbara is like, you guys still kind of have that connection to where it's like, it's friendly, but that love is kind of gone. Like that flame is, is, is kind of like blown a little bit. What is the likelihood of us? seeing those two back together and possibly seeing down the line the birth of Barbara Gordon uh, <laughs> who goes on to become Batgirl. Well, I think that after um, the end of season three where Barbara died and then came back to life again, I think that she is one step closer to the possibility of that than she was before because, you know, she was a little out of control in season three and now she's come back, she has you know, not, I mean, calm down a, a small amount. I mean, it's all relative in Barbara's case, but she is probably more likely to be able to get back with Jim now than she would have been in season three. So you can see that as a positive. positive. I mean, honestly, I, I want him to be back with Barbara. Um, but, you know, she's, she's traveled her own journey uh, for so long. You've definitely done that, yeah. You kind of don't want her to be 
kind to somebody. I don't want her to just always be her own person, her own thing. And I know there's a lot of what she's doing now that Jim wouldn't necessarily be okay with. Um, and how it kind of collides with what he's trying to go against. Um, you know, the whole uh, what race was trying to do, what race did to Bruce, just all a bunch of things he kind of wouldn't be okay with. But we do know love kind of all. So I'm sure uh, somewhere down the line, Jim would forgive that and definitely get back with Barbara. Um, before we close, Joe, I'll just have one more question for you before we close. One quick question. Of one of my favorite shows. I just want to know how was it working on the set of Misfits? The set of what? Sorry. No, Misfits. Hello. Hello. Can you hear it? Hi. Sorry. The set of what? Oh, right. He was. How was it working on the set of Misfits? It was one of his favorite shows. Oh, Misfits! It was phenomenal. Such a lovely crew cast. Um, such a wonderful show and um, hilarious because I closed it out like I do a couple of shows. I I was in the last ever one, so some sort of death kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Joel is definitely a huge fan of of, of the Misfits. <laughs> he was dying. Well, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I hold myself <laughs> responsible for ending that show. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Not a problem. Thank you so much for joining us and asking our, our nerdy, geeky questions. We appreciate it so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We know you have to get back. You have a lot of work to do to finish up uh, this new season of Gotham. We wish you the best, and we hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank Take you. care. Bye. Aaron Richards. Wow, yeah. what an interview. She was good. That was so much fun. I had no somewhere. We are trying to get everyone on Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> that is the goal. We uh we've had Clayface, um, Brian McNanaman, we've uh had uh Maggie Gia and now we've had Aaron Richards. Right, so right. we're we're climbing up there. Yeah. David, we're they're coming to, for you. Hard to get, they are. Well, it's it's hard now because they're still filming. Yeah, yeah. So you could kind of hear how she was still kind of on set. You could kind of hear a little bit in the background right. how she was kind of distant at some point. Right, right. So you definitely understand that. But we love talking to Aaron, uh, and we're huge fans of Barbara. We'd love to bring back. Absolutely. Um, everyone, make sure you tune in tomorrow night for an all-new Gotham. 8 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Eastern. Do not miss it. Grundy's here. Grundy's Bruce either. is. We gotta get him on. Bruce, yes, we do. Yes, we do. He's always in New York. Well, they're all they're all in, all in New York. So guys, like we keep telling you, these are this is what we do. We get you guys great interviews. So make sure you're tuning in every week to see what we have next and what we have coming. Uh, so the next thing we have coming up is Full Court Press tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern. And then we have GTV reviewing uh, Gotham and also talking about this great interview and kind of the nuggets that she dropped in this interview. Um, and then we have Geek Vibes Live on Sunday, where we're going to talk about this guest stroke news and Venom starting production. So surprising. So tune in to all of our shows, guys. Again, thank you, Aaron, and we'll see you guys next time.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.